0: Hey, OT geniuses, my name is Jessica Lopez Hermantin, and I am the creator and founder of OT Genius, and you're listening to Pre-OT Secrets. On this show, we talk about how to get into occupational therapy school, how to do it in the most financially savvy way. And we also dive into the stories of pre-OTs, current OT professionals and students, to learn how they got in and what their experiences were like. And so we're here to inspire, motivate, and encourage you throughout your OT journey and show you how you can be a successful OT school applicant and become the OT that you want to be. Now, on to the show. Hello. Well, OT Geniuses, how are you guys doing? I hope you guys are having a great day. Welcome to another episode on Pre-OT Secrets. Today we are continuing with our settings in OT series. And we have a very unique, unique setting and way that I think it's going to just expose a lot of things of how you can help people within your passion and what with, with the skills that you've been given as an occupational therapist. So today We have Sarah Larson from Balanced Home Organization. She is an occupational therapist and she's located in Portland. I would love to have her just give us a little bit of an intro and about her experience. She was telling me a little bit before the call all the cool things that she's been doing, but I would love for her to just expand on it herself. And so
1: without further ado, hi, Sarah, how are you? Hi, thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate you reaching out to me, and I'm excited to be here. I am an occupational therapist, as you mentioned, and I went to school. I got my master's degree at Pacific University in Forest Grove, Oregon, (laughs) and that was about 20 years ago. I can't believe it. I've been practicing for a long time in a variety of different settings. When I graduated, I wanted to do everything, but had to choose. Something to get my feet wet. And so I started out in pediatric outpatient clinics and I worked in early intervention for a while. And I loved that environment, but quickly wanted more. So then I transitioned to working in a pediatric hospital where I worked in acute care and the ICU and inpatient rehab. And then as my journey continued, I shifted into working with adults and skilled nursing and then Acute Care, and then eventually launched my own business. And so I think that's what I'm here to talk with you more about. (laughs) Yes. I think it's just
0: so amazing what you are doing. So guys, like I alluded to earlier, she's with Balanced Home Organization. And so the way that she is helping people is helping people get organized and get rid of clutter out of their lives. And we were talking a little bit about the benefits of that. And the main reason why I wanted to bring her on is because I know that a lot of the things that she has to offer can really benefit you as a student. Because when you're a student, there are so many things that we get um, anxious about. There are so many things in our lives that keep us distracted and keep us from focusing on the things that we have to. So Sarah, my first question for you is, what are some of the ways that students can
1: remove clutter from their lives? Absolutely. So as a home organizer, it's in, just to be clear, I started my business as an occupational therapist and I consider it occupational therapy. It's just a very non-traditional Setting. I shifted away from traditional settings to run my own business. I'm a CEO. Woo! <laughs> never thought that was going to happen for me. Um, no, it was never a goal, but here I am. And so I am helping students. I'm helping busy families. I'm helping people that have children. And so the, the main ways to think about it are if we have a bunch of clutter around us, it really clutters our mind. So there's a really deep connection between our physical clutter and our mental clutter and the physical clutter can definitely affect our mental clutter. And so I usually recommend that when people are starting to try to become more focused or more productive, that we really start by removing the physical clutter. And what that looks like is you, you really only want to have things in your house or your dorm room or your apartment that add a lot of meaning to your life that you find meaningful and purposeful right those are the ot that bring you happiness so if you have a bunch of excess clutter and things sitting around that don't make you happy then they have to go right you have a closet full of clothes that don't fit you anymore or don't make you happy and it makes it hard to make decisions in the morning about what to wear and get dressed those are decisions that don't don't need to be challenging and so getting rid of The excess things to make it easier will be really helpful. So, I usually recommend starting in a small space like a bathroom drawer or a kitchen drawer or a linen closet and gaining experience and confidence with your decluttering skills. And then working your way up to harder spaces like an office or a garage or a kitchen, because that's what a lot of times the challenges with um, my clients that I see is they've tried to organize the places that drive them the most crazy first, like the office or the garage or the kitchen, and then they get into it and they don't have an organizing system that works. And so they get frustrated and give up. And then that cycle kind of repeats itself until they start working with me. And I teach them to start with small spaces and then work your way up to larger spaces. So that's my top two recommendations are get rid of things that you don't need and start with small spaces. Very, very cool. That is awesome. I just I'm thinking already of
0: grading the activity up.
1: Exactly what I'm doing. Yeah.
0: So I love it. I love it. Could you tell us a little bit about the type of population and people that you directly uh, work with? So you told me a little bit, but I would love for you to just um, expand on it a little bit.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So my clients tend to be. Families who have between one and three kids and usually both of the parents work and more often than not, at least one of them is an entrepreneur. So that's Mm -hmm. who tends to seek me out. People who are successful, have busy, full lives, very fulfilling, enriching lives, but they feel a little stuck. Like they're, they feel a little overwhelmed with what's going on in their lives and they just, they want to make a shift, but they don't really know how to start that journey and where to start the journey. And so they reach out to me and we have a consultation, a zoom consultation, and I hear their story and the things that are challenging for them and the things that they're successful with. And then I work with them in their homes, either in their homes directly side by side with them to clear the clutter, and create organizing systems that work around their busy schedules. I look a lot at habits and routines because as an OT, that is the core of our profession. So I look at their, from the time they get up to the time they go to bed, and I try to create systems that really do flow with their daily routines, because if it doesn't, it's not going to be realistic and it won't be sustainable. So I work side-by-side with clients. I also do virtual organizing on Zoom. So those are for clients who don't live in the Portland metro area. They meet with me for hour-long sessions, and I can help them to declutter right there and give them instruction. And usually, they like to have homework in between our sessions. And then uh, the other way that I work with clients is I just created an online course for people to help them to walk through the five-step organizing system that I created so that they can have a DIY version where they're watching the different modules and lessons and organizing their space along with me. There's a lot of, there's a lot of videos in there. So there's the three ways that I typically work with people. And I do, I have worked with students in the past so that they can really be more productive and be, be really fully present in school And then they can focus on what they're trying to accomplish and achieve without having all the distractions around them. And one thing to note is that I would say about half of my clients have ADD, ADHD, or executive functioning differences, and a couple of those are undiagnosed. But as OTs, we we know our population, right? So yeah, uh, so that's about fifty (laughs) percent. I love it. I love
0: it. And what I also just really find very interesting is the way that you started it off, what got my attention was that you started, I work with families. And I think a lot of times we think about number one as occupational therapy being for a particular individual, or we also think about occupational therapy being for someone with a particular specific diagnoses of some sort. And when you really come to think about it, occupational therapy is just I tell my students all the time, it's so broad. And if your your focus as an occupational therapist, as you mentioned, is habits and routines. And in it's those habits and routines that allow you to live life to the fullest. And like that's the little small part of it's a morsel of the picture. It's a little part of it. And so I I think that that's so, so cool that you have found that in this very unique way. And I think about it too, for myself, like I was telling you, like a lot of times, like people think like, oh, well, okay. Yeah. You're the one that helps people get into therapy school. And yes, I do that. But even too part of my course is how do we battle the anxiety that comes along with applying How do we even so just deal with test anxiety and ensure that comes in place that will allow us to be successful as a student? And so I really just focused too a lot on the application. Strategies, but the I tell students too if the habits and the routines are not there for you as a student, I can give you all of the how to's, but without having those habits and routines in place, it, you won't go far. I think you need those habits, routines, and the mindset. So, and that's why I wanted to bring you on. So, guys, I definitely want you guys to go check her out. Like, if you feel that your space is what's keeping you from being distracted, then you have a great go-to person right here as well. So Sarah, I was wondering, do do you, do you happen to know or happen to have any um, evidence or can expand on any type of correlation between having removed or decluttered your space and improvement in grades and mental health or things of that nature? Like what have you come across?
1: Yeah. So in the OT community, I haven't been able to find any research studies, but when you look beyond that, the OT community, there are a lot of studies out there that show that having a lot of clutter and a lot of things around you can make you feel overwhelmed, stressed, anxious, and less productive. And by removing those things, The opposite is true. You can feel more calm and balanced and more confident and be more focused. So there are a lot of studies out there. You can just Google, there's a lot of the emotional connection there. So the emotional connection between clutter and uh, mental health. So there's a lot of things that are Google terms that you can search to see out there. But you, you know, you just use your own personal example, right? So there's been times in your life where you're trying to focus on something and you look around you and you're like, Oh, I just, I can't, I got to deal with all this stuff. And then you go on a cleaning frenzy and then you feel better and you can focus. So a lot of people have already experienced this. They just might not be mindful of how that helped them to then be more productive. And I have my personal story to share is that I grew up in a very tidy house. My dad was in the military for 30 years and my mom is an accountant. So I lived in a museum, <laughs> my house, yeah. was very clean and very organized. And I've always really enjoyed home organization, but when I was becoming a new mom, my boys were one and three, my house was a mess. I felt so overwhelmed and stressed and overscheduled and I didn't have enough sleep and I was trying to juggle all of it. I was still working in a traditional OT setting. My husband works full time and I have these two kids that I'm you know, trying to, to be a good mother to. And I had kind of lost a little bit of that sparkle, a little bit of, of who I was because through the process of having my babies and I just didn't know where to start. I didn't know what to do. And my mother-in-law was so sweet. She sent me this book about home organization. And I don't think she truly realized the impact that that would have on my life. <laughs> and I well, certainly talk about, Yeah.
0: Talk about <laughs> impact. You started a
1: whole business. Though. I know. I know. I, know. <laughs> so I still thank her to this day um, because she had read the book and loved it. And so I read the book and as I got into it, I was like, oh, this is my roots. This is the core of who I am. I just kind of lost my way. And And so as I started to declutter and organize each space in my home, I started to feel more free and I started to feel more focused again and more productive. And I started to find myself again. So it was a huge emotional shift for me that I just, I had read about it in the book and I was like, oh yeah, we'll see. And then I just, as each space, I just gained more confidence and more confidence and I had more energy. I started going to do all my favorite occupations again that I had neglected because I was so overwhelmed. I started going back to the gym. I started salsa dancing again. I started going out with my girlfriends again. I felt like I could spend really good quality time with my kids. (laughs) So would you
0: say, okay, so basically now you found time to like, because of the systems, that you had in place, you even created Like you just happened to have a little bit more time. There wasn't this constant need for like looking for things, wasting energy, looking for things or wasting energy cleaning. And then it gets messy again and then cleaning again.
1: And then you get overwhelmed and then you don't even know where to start. Absolutely. Yes. So having less clutter gives you more time. And that is, the whole premise of my, my job and my business is to help people gain back their space and their time. And getting organized has truly given me that gift. And it was so unexpected, but yes, it gave me the gift of time for myself, time with my friends, time with my family, time to then sift through. So once I got rid of the physical clutter, It gave me this time that I didn't have and this ability to sift through the mental clutter that was there. So I then started decluttering my debt and I became debt-free. And that's something that we still celebrate to this day is paying off that final student loan payment. So getting organized can help you save a ton of money because it teaches you the habits of not spending too much. Um, And if that's some, one thing that I can just impart on your audience is to (laughs) just to really try to get rid of that debt immediately. And that is the biggest mistake that I made is I stopped living like a student the day that I graduated. I was the traditional person who got the new car, right? I deserve it. We got a house. We did all the things. And here I was 15 years later with this giant mound of debt. And so if I can just I know yes. I can't say it enough, like me too. Keep it's- living like a student and pay it <laughs> off immediately. It will change your life. Please do it.
0: <laughs> yes. And guys, if you don't know how to but you don't have the strategies in place on how to do that, like that is why I created to the Road to Accepted program, guys, like you guys, I think, you know, it's very easy to say like, oh, yeah, well, I know how to do it but sometimes you need either the accountability or you maybe don't know the 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 right payoff strategies in order to actually start making dents and tackling and just getting obliterating that debt you know one at a time i'm on that train um you know i personally uh, i've paid over half of my student loan so hopefully like you know if i continue on this track I should be done in a couple of years. So um, hopefully less. (laughs) That is the goal. Everything is skyrocketing and it's putting a dent in my plans, but I'm not going to give up. (laughs) But all that to say, guys, is I couldn't agree. Oh my gosh. Like, can I just echo that a hundred percent? Like there is no need to impress people when you're in OT school, because I mean, I'll just start off with saying, Like, yes, the connections you're going to make there are going to be very great. Like, and hopefully you'll connect with people that'll be lifelong friends. I've had those type of connections from OT school, but a lot of those people, you're going to see them for two years and then they're gone. So why? I don't know. The whole idea of keeping up with the Jonas's and like the the, the trying to impress people for the sake of just because of what you have, like, it doesn't make sense to me personally.
1: <laughs> so
0: <laughs> yeah, the the one who's going to suffer is is you. I, saw, I don't know how many students like Sarah, you have no idea. Nothing against people who have BMWs. Like, I mean, if you can afford it and it's paid off and like, great, good for you. Like, you know, but I don't know how many people I saw with like Mercedes, BMWs and their grad students not working. I'm like, it was a little baffling. You know what I mean? I'm like, I hope that thing is paid off because <laughs> in some way, shape or form. But anyway, that's neither here or there. So yeah, just decluttering can have so many positive impacts on your life. It even impacted her financial life. So take some notes, guys. Anything
1: else that you want to add, Sarah? Um, well, I just wanted to add that I wanted to give your listeners a gift of $100 off the the home organization course, and it teaches you the strategies of how to not only declutter, but then how to get organized. And I do talk a lot about habits and routines, and the top five habits that people unknowingly have surrounding clutter, and how to break those habits and break that cycle of disorganization. So I have $100 off in the The code is OT's Rock. It's all caps, OT's Rock. And so I just want you to know that I'm here to help you on your journey. Yeah, guys, I think this is the reason why I wanted her to come on, because I think
0: it's just a very valuable aspect to your success, not only as a pre OT, but as an OT student and in life. And whether you do have a certain diagnosis or not, like just having those habits and routine in place and systems that can allow you to be successful go a long way. And I think that that is the beginning towards you as an individual living your life to your to its fullest. And so that's what we do as OTs. So Sarah, as always, I have my guests back on. I love to continue chit chatting with them. So we are going to have you on again. And I just want to thank you for being on here. And I'm sure that this has been very valuable to our listeners. We will be digging in a little bit more into it in the following episode. So be sure to tune in guys. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. It's been fun. Thank you so much for joining me and taking time out of your day to listen. We hope this has been valuable and will get you one step closer to being the occupational therapist you want to be. You can check out all of our resources and social media platforms on otgenius.com. The website, again, is otgenius.com. If you wish to connect with us, you can do so by booking a consultative call on the website or even find us on Instagram. The handle is at ot.genius, and you can there join our monthly newsletter and stay up to date on all the things we are doing to help you succeed. We hope that you have a great day, and thank you again for listening.